When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolles, the founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. Keep the music flowing. We'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Oh, we're the same person. What sign are you? Consequence Podcast Network. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org. Consequence and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, of course, for making your way here, for checking out the uh, the episode. Please do hit that subscribe button so you can keep up with the entire series. You get three brand new interviews sent to you every single week. That's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Great way to keep up with your favorite artist. And discover the new ones. You can do so any of the usual spots, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFBK.org consequence youtube for the video versions or anywhere you get your podcast from subscribe to kyle meredith with and if you've already subscribed thank you so much uh now the best thing you can do is give the series a rating and leave a review tell us what you like uh what your favorite episodes are if if you're more into the uh the, the film and TV side or the music side of things, I would love to hear whatever's on your mind. Rating, review, subscribe, always appreciate it. And of course, there's the guest list. I mean, some of my recent guests that I've had on here included uh, Ben Barlow from the band Neck Deep, actor Michael Shannon. Uh, we had uh, Slater Kinney talk about their new record. Eduardo Franco, you know him from Stranger Things. Uh, Jack Antonoff, the super producer behind Taylor Swift and Lana Del Rey and Lord. Uh, Peter Capaldi, he played Doctor Who. He stopped by with Tom Mucci to talk about Criminal Records, uh, that show on Hulu. McKenna Grace, who, of course, uh, among uh, a a life of films that she's already had, is in the uh, new Ghostbusters movies. Also talked with Janelle Monae, Andy Taylor of Duran Duran, Josh Homme of Queens of the Stone Age. Dolly Parton was here. Just an example of what you get when you subscribe to the Kyle Meredith With podcast. Kyle Meredith, that's me today talking with actress Emily Hampshire. You know, Emily, she played uh, Stevie on Schitt's Creek. She was in 12 Monkeys. She has had a very great career so far. And today we're going to be talking about a a handful of her projects with the focus on her role in the new Jake Johnson movie called Self-Reliance. Now, this is the movie that tells the story of a a disillusioned man who receives an invitation to win a million dollars by taking part in a, a dark web reality television game show. And for 30 days, has to outwit hunters attempting to kill him. He realizes there's a loophole in the game. The hunters can only attack him when he's alone. So he attempts to convince friends, family, and total strangers that the game is real and that he needs them to stay with him uh, 24-7 around the clock. 
Emily's going to tell us how she linked up with Jake for the role and what it was like to work for someone who tripled as the star, director, and writer, as well as her thoughts on the uh, Ralph Waldo Emerson essay that the film takes its name from and the joy her character has in watching all of the mayhem unfold. Emily uh, also going to tell us about working with the late Norman Lear on what I believe was his final project, uh, a reboot of his classic series, Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. Uh, how the script for the upcoming season two of The Rig, she says, blew her mind, and her new graphic novel, Amelia Airwood, Basic Witch. All that and more as we talk self-reliance. It's Kyle Meredith with Emily Hampshire. Is that Tegan and Sarah on your wall? That is Tegan and Sarah, autographed even. Amazing. Nice, because... Most people, they go for everything else, you know, because there's some R.E.M. and Bowie and Prince. And Prince really, and does anyone no, actually. Sarah. Yeah. I'm Canadian, too. And you're Canadian. So. The best. Yeah. <laughs> you have to. That's part of the rules. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is such a pleasure to meet you. Um, seriously. And I'll start right in on this movie, too, with Self-Reliance, one of the most original scripts that I've uh, I've seen, one of the funniest movies that I've seen, and everybody is so good on it, including yourself. Well, thank you, but I totally agree. I feel like it's weird for me to be in something that I actually, like, I like so much, because I feel weird saying, like, I'm, because I'm not actually selling it or pretending like it's actually that good. Is that a problem you have that you you don't always like everything that you're in? <laughs> well, no, I it's it's that you never know, right? You can do you can have a great script and everything I set out to do at the beginning, you think it's going to be great and and you know or it can be great and it just doesn't find its audience or it's the wrong timing. I mean, even Shit's Creek, quite honestly, the first the season nobody watched it in fact it only became popular when we were finished so you never know right and but this I watched it with an audience for the first time at South by Southwest and I was like I haven't seen a big comedy like this that like people in a theater uh would are laughing at all collectively it was just such an experience that I haven't had since I don't know 1920. <laughs> I, I will I will echo that. While I didn't see it in the theater, uh, we've already uh, adapted or adopted some of the um, the moments into our lives at home. Like we've taken it out of the movie now, and you know, from the uh, the production assistants as I, as I speak to my wife over the bed, you know, it's very you know, it's all That's of those things. So good. <laughs> so so I, let let's just start with the basics, the obvious stuff. Like, how does this? How do you end up in this movie? How does this land in your lap? So I got a call uh, asking if I wanted to have a Zoom meeting with Jake Johnson and um, they sent me the script and I read the script and I was like, I don't even need a meeting. This script is amazing. So, but yeah, we can have a meeting, uh, but I'm in. So that was basically it. And then we did have a meeting and he was lovely and like I was really impressed with him as a director um, because I, you, I didn't know what to expect. He's It's his first film, but like he was so generous and and just, I think he did a great job, like a great job. Yeah, I have to imagine, like if, if you ever have the luxury of, of, of being able to search out 
roles that you want to play, you know, that, that, you know, some, sometimes you just got to take something, but, uh, but like, I would imagine like, this is the stuff that actors would be looking for is, I mean, is that, is that fair? Like, cause this is, this is different. Oh, oh yeah. hundred percent. And I love that. You know, that, that it's not always, you don't always get to choose <laughs> what you want to do, but um, yeah. And especially working with this cast that is incredible and I feel a little spoiled that my part was such that I just got to be entertained by everybody. So I just got to laugh or try not to laugh. And that's it. So you play one of the sisters and uh, against Mary Holland and the other sister. And I love that there's dynamics between like, like how would you explain yours? Yours gets to be a bit the, the, the more sarcastic of it. Is that or, like, how would you? Yeah, I guess I remember talking to Jake about it right after I read it. And I was like, I feel like from my from Mary's point of view, my character, um, that this is the greatest thing that's ever happened to the family, like on a Wednesday. <laughs> um, so I think she's really entertained by it and um, just wants to poke it and stoke this fire of him being, you know, from my point of view, bananas uh but also plain sisters with mary being called mary my character's name is mary but i mary holland plays my sister that was confusing but otherwise i don't i can't believe we haven't played sisters before like or that we aren't actually sisters <laughs> because it felt so perfect yeah and 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 what you all are able to accomplish in really you know not a great amount of screen time you know, it's because it, most of the time we're, you know, the camera's following around Jake on these adventures. So, so, so when you guys get to be there, whether it's, you know, in the, in the living room or, or the club or the line outside the club, I guess, but like, like, I don't, is there a challenge to that? Because you sort of have to establish a lot in a little, and everyone does such a great job of that. It, like, it's actually impressive. Well, that's so interesting that you say that because it is a, a small part on, on the page and stuff. And, I feel like you go into a movie like this just being wanting to be a cog in the wheel of this whole thing. So there's no, I didn't even think of establishing my character so much as as uh, being there for Tommy, for his character. Like there was there was a kind of in service of aspect to it um, that ultimately, I guess, results in in us being full humans but um but no it was just just easy in a great way and we'll be right back right after this shout out to uh, astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples uh, I, I live in kentucky in the midwest and allergies yeah i suffer when i say i suffer from allergies i suffer from allergies and around here everyone i know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. 
It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Emily Hampshire. Uh, it's like I said, in the chemistry everybody's got together. I mean, yeah, you really, you don't always see that. And 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 even playing around with what this story is even about, like when you get to explain it to somebody, like, you know, I know there's the side of it, like you have Tommy, who's more or less a mess and trying to get his life in order. Mm-hmm. And then you have this dark web game show that sort of raises the stakes about it all. Like, what is that side? Like, the, I don't know how much thought you put into it on that side of things as we just kind of widen out. Like, what does it all mean to you? That's, uh, these are really good questions, by the way. But like, what's funny is when I read the script, I saw Self-Reliance and I know this this essay by Ralph Waldo Emerson. It's called On Self-Reliance. And I wasn't sure if that, I can't even remember if, it had anything to do with that, but I remember just being struck by that title because that essay was so meaningful to me in my life. And I do feel like there is a deeper meaning in in the movie, which is why I think it does hold up so well as both a comedy and a thriller because it's tied together by, by this being the most exciting thing that happens in his life because he's not satisfied with where he's at and he's still you know there's some people say like depression is thinking in the past and anxiety is the future and he's very much in the past and and worried about the future and I think this puts him in the present like if you have an assassin after you you have to be in the present and I think um there's something about that to me movie oh no i like that angle like having to be put in the present i hadn't thought of that exact same way of of, i hadn't thought of it until right now (laughs) what we're here for right we're here to yeah (laughs) you're to change the world through these little interviews right here that's uh but you know and that's it's it it is interesting in a way because you know this comes this does this is a movie that does come out of the pandemic and 
whether or not I think, you know, anytime I talk to, especially musicians, actors, the sense of loneliness that this character has, and I've noticed that about a bit of Nick's, uh, Nick's, geez, why did I just do that? <laughs> Our habits cute. right there of Jake's, <laughs> of, uh, of Jake's scripts. You know, there there is something about that, about that loneliness that kind of plays throughout it. And I, I don't know if that you all get to talk about it. In that. I mean, do you all get to talk about you know, the, the story in those type of levels? Is that, was that part of the setup? You know, we, we didn't, um, but I am interested in that stuff. Um, I thought about that more after I saw the movie and was just in awe of all the levels of it because on like just out of the gate as a pure comedy, it's it works so well and then there's the game of it and the thriller of it and then there's the family that you know as funny as it is there's this real sense of a longing for connection and that is all of us in the world now even even I would say even me who is like I never I'm a lone wolf I like to be alone I don't like to hang out I don't have fun having fun but I do like to connect when I'm when I do it. Like, if this makes any sense, I never want to go to the party. But once I am there, I always realize like, oh, I'm, I made a friend. That was good. <laughs> yeah, I'm the I don't want to go to the party, but I want to be invited to the party, please. Oh, yeah. I want to be invited. I yeah. want to be invited. I don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> so is it uh, is it um? like what's your fun is it you don't want to go you don't have fun with the fun is work fun is is that because that's the type i am that's why i'm asking that like oh, I, yeah yeah i work for fun that's what me too and that's what i normally find when i'm at something that is supposed to be fun like the expectation is hey come to this thing it'll be so fun i know all i'm going to be thinking of is I would have more fun at home working on something and what, and cause that is, I guess going inside my head, which is a place no one would want to be, but I like to go in there and imagine things and come up with ideas and work on stuff and um, be inspired by things. And I, I find that to be the most fun I ever have. And you get to be creative. Like I get that. Like uh, I, the, my wife will get on me. It's like, oh, you need to take a break. And I was like, this is my break. This is what I'm trying to, this is what I want to do. We're going on a vacation. I'm like, oh, oh we're to. the same person. We're, what sign are you? I'm a Libra. Oh, interesting. All my best friends are Libras. Um, yeah. So, well, I'm a Virgo. So I'm crazy. But, um, but yeah, that is, I feel like a vacation is such a nightmare because then I, I'm, I want to work. And then, I come back from the forced vacation and it's stressful to me like that. I haven't, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If I can, if, if I talk her into let me take the, uh, the computer, then uh, the vacation would be a little bit better. That's <laughs> we'll see about that. That's interesting. But you get to do so much creative stuff. I, I do love watching what you're doing. I mean, of, of course, you know, we have to mention the things like like Shit's Creek, which was so good, and I find it interesting that um, you know the comparison of these two projects of um, you working with writer and star at the same time. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that, but that's true, and um, and I am very impressed by that. Um, with Jake, I was just so impressed by him being able to be 
an actor, a writer, and a director, and yet be so generous to other people around them, which I would think I would get way too uh, anxious about things like, I don't know, if I wrote something and an actor, <laughs> an actor did it, I'd be like, you're really going to do it like that? Like, that's not how, I'd be the worst. I would be the absolute worst where I was in awe of how his, he was the best. He he really let go, like he gave us all the roles once he cast us. He, he let us um, embody them in a way that wasn't necessarily on the page. And that is pretty amazing. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Emily Hampshire. Uh, one of your other projects I wanted to ask about because it was funny how it all connected to me, like little puzzle pieces. I'm a big fan of uh, of Norman Lear, and you know, of course, we lost a legend. And I I didn't know your story about you and him yet about Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. But when he passed, I'd read something that said, and he was working right up until his last weeks and was working on this project of rebooting Mary Hartman, Mary Hartman. And then I read yours. It's like, oh my God, this is all the same people. Yeah. Is that still a thing? Because I really want that to still be a thing. Yes, it is still a thing. It's, um, it, I mean, there's been so much, because we started this a while ago and there was, you know, we were at TBS and then TBS got rid of all their unscripted and became discovery and and then there was a writer's strike and so there's just been all these hurdles and what's interesting was that um i i just feel like in norman's passing um it just just brought this i don't know how to say it it's just when something it the development process is so long and um i'm not used to that as an actor i'm used to like getting cast and going and and that his heart was in this like from the beginning all the way to the end um just makes me want to just do right by him and what was it about that show that that you latched onto? Because that wasn't, as you pointed out, it wasn't one of the obvious ones. It's not one of the ones that gets celebrated as much as the others. No. Well, you know, the truth is I had gone to an acting class in 2008. I went to this acting class because my manager at the time, who was no longer my manager, had said that uh, casting directors didn't think I was funny. And so I went to this acting class to like, fix the not funny in my sense of humor and I went on stage and I did the scene thing and then I looked to the teacher for her to tell me how to fix it and she said have you seen Mary Hartman Mary Hartman and I hadn't and she said you should watch it she's your kind of funny and I watched it and she even said to me then she's like you they should remake that show with you this was like 2008 long time ago so that's why I feel like Mary has been in my life for so long um and yeah I can't believe that something like that has kind of come true still haven't fixed the funny still haven't fixed that but yeah didn't that say something about not changing for the world but letting the world come to you it's one of those it's like you know we can write that on a little valentine heart right so it's... oh yeah Oh, there is that quote that like the, um, oh, what's that? 
quote, the reasonable man, there's this quote about the reasonable man uh, adapts himself to the world and the unreasonable man adapts the world to himself and therefore the all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Uh, I just feel like you, and that's kind of self-reliance. Uh, what that essay is about is like being the you you think nobody's interested in. And that is self-reliance. Um, and that does, that kind of story shows up in my life a lot. So maybe that's the lesson I need to learn. And look at the way you bring that right back around to the uh, to the main topic, right? It's like you've done this before. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know how that happened. I really don't. I wish, I wish I could control that and actually like make that happen more often. <laughs> it's really good. Uh, I heard about season, uh, the rig getting a season two. That's, that's also exciting. I feel like we're getting into... Uh, hopefully getting into like lost territory here it's starting to get like what's the big mystery unraveling or raveling season two blew my mind when i read it i couldn't believe that they had written it before certain things happened in the world that i'm not going to say about but it is a shocking exciting season of TV. <laughs> it's really TV life imitating art imitating life. Well, I'll be excited about that. And and I'll quickly point out, and there's there's a book, right? You did a book. Yeah. I did a, a graphic novel called graphic Amelia book. Airwood Basic Witch. And um actually, I guess this is the thing that shows up in my life because it's ultimately about um this girl Amelia who is her her family is like the Kardashians of the witch world and they get their reality show and she gets kicked out of the reality show because she's shit at magic. Um, but ultimately, the thing she finds is that the thing she thinks isn't good about herself is actually her real magic. And, um, and that's the thing that kind of blows up. And yeah, I didn't explain that very well, but it's self-reliance. You still, right. That's just, you still explained it in the context of self-reliance. So that's well. Done. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I was just learning about it. And and I do love a good graphic novel. So I, I can't wait to dig into that. And oh, um, yeah. And seriously, all of your work, I am such a big fan of what you do. And self-reliance is so fun to watch you with this crew and you all weave your own magic. And it's such a pleasure. Seriously. Thank you Look so much. You for just the time. Look what you just did. <laughs> This is good. We're good. We're good. Yeah. You know why? Because we, this is how we have fun. Listen, anytime you need a work buddy, don't call me. Just know that I'm working as well. And we're both having fun together. Okay. Yes. Oh my God. You, that is so me to say, don't call me. We'll parallel play. <laughs> but yeah. No, but seriously, um, I, I hope I do hope whenever Mary Hartman Mary Hartman rolls around that we do get to talk some more about that because I, I'm really interested. But uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for taking the time today. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much. This has been my pleasure so much. Thank you. My thanks to Emily. Self Reliance now streaming on Hulu. Thanks to you for checking out the episode again. Please do hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. That way. You can keep up with uh, all the interviews that we put out. Three brand new interviews every single week. New and every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All the usual spots, including Spotify, Apple Podcast, NPR, WFPK.org, Consequence, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcast from. Again, you can subscribe to Kyle Meredith With. And then after that, head over to WFPK.org. Try to do a show Monday through Friday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. 
You get four hours of classics from the 90s, 80s, 70s. You get the best in new music. There's uh, bonus interviews, lots of music news as well. One of my uh, recent episodes featured the music of uh, Ray Charles, Tina Turner, Bruce Springsteen, David Bowie, Squeeze, Book of Love, Mitski, Wet Leg, Blonde Shell, Gomez, Pearl Jam, Tom Waits, Regina Spector, Liv Warfield, Lucy Rose, Carly Simon, Kirsty McCall, Real Estate, Silver Chair, The Kills, Paula Cole, The Clash, Pixies, and my interview with uh, Julia Michaels, who did all of the uh, songs for the uh, uh, Disney animated movie Wish. Just an example of what you can hear every weeknight, starting at uh, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the old social media sites. The address is always the same. It's at Kyle Meredith. Please do like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith, and I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org, from Louisville Public Media.